Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. I just want to thank everyone who's out there listening once again, um, and especially those of you who are sharing and rating the podcast. It goes a long way. We're on to episode 95, The New Dino Riders. So just like every other night, get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Just as a little reminder about the past few episodes, you and your friends from class have been on a trip through space in a much bigger version of the spaceship. And in the last episode, you picked up a new friend named Rory, who is a computer and robot expert. So I wonder if that'll come into play. I actually don't know yet. Imagine yourself waking up on the spaceship once again. You open your eyes and look out the window. You see the stars streaking by, telling you that you're still traveling in super hyperdrive. You stretch and walk out into the main part of the ship. But once you exit your room, you remember that the spaceship's a much bigger version than it normally is, and you end up in a hallway with a whole bunch of other rooms. You walk down the hall, waking up your friends as you go, and you all head out to the kitchen area to have breakfast. While you're all eating your favorite breakfast, you talk about where you want to go next. I have an idea, you say. Have you guys ever been to the dinosaur planet? Uh, yeah, says one of your friends. You took us there on a class trip a long time ago, but you told us it was a virtual reality simulation? But uh, if it's real, I uh, would love to go back, says one of your friends. Oh yeah, I just about forgot about that one. Huh. Well, we can head back. Spaceship, how close are we to the dinosaur planet? We are very close, says Spaceship. We'll head there right away. Understood. Setting course for dinosaur planet. The spaceship suddenly shifts a little bit and then settles down once again. You and your friends finish your breakfast and then head to the control center. Well in the control center, the ship drops out of super hyperdrive right in front of the dinosaur planet. You see a huge green and blue planet with white fluffy clouds floating above it. You sit down in the captain's chair and take control of the ship with a little joystick that pops up out of the arm. You fly the ship carefully down towards the surface, through the atmosphere, through the clouds, and down to the gigantic dinosaur base you have set up with a huge laser fence around it. Even though the spaceship is absolutely humongous in its current form, there's still enough room in the center of the base to land it. Once it's landed, you open up the back hatch and you and all of your friends head out the back. What do we do now? Says one of your friends. I have an idea, you say. I thought we'd head over to see the dino riders and you guys could learn how to ride dinosaurs. Ride dinosaurs? Really? Your friend says. Yeah, really. Follow me. And come to think of it, we're actually going to need a ride there. Spaceship, can you see if Bill and any of the other dragons are around? We're hoping to get a ride over to the dino riders. Understood. Spaceship says and then pauses for a minute. After a little bit of a pause, Spaceship comes back on the intercom. Bill and some of his friends are on the way. Awesome. Who's Bill, your friends ask? Oh, Bill's just a dragon I met here on the dinosaur planet. It's no big deal, really. Off in the distance, you see what look like birds flying towards you. But as they get closer, they get bigger and bigger and bigger until you can tell they are full out dragons. The dragons land gracefully right by the gate to the dinosaur base. 
Well, who wants a ride, you ask. Your friends reluctantly approach one of the dragons. And then, after they see you climb on top of Bill without any issues, they climb on top of the dragons as well. Some of the dragons are carrying two or three kids. All right, Bill, lead the way, you say. Bill starts to run on the ground, spreads his wings as wide as they go, and then flaps them with enough power to shoot you up into the air. He keeps flapping and rises up and up and up until he's just below the clouds. Your friends follow you and you fly in formation above the dinosaur planet. You can feel the wind against your face and the warm sun on your skin as you pass over trees and fields, lakes and rivers until you come to the mountain cave where the dinosaur riders live. The dragons land at the entrance to their gates, which are huge wooden spikes put in the ground. As you land, one of the guards pulls out a trumpet and blows it as hard as he can, and then yells, The bringer of dinos is here! I repeat, the bringer of dinos is here! The gates open up, being pushed by a dinosaur rider on top of a long neck. These people use dinosaurs for everything. You and your friends climb off of the dragons and say thank you for bringing you there. The dragons move over to the side and lay down on the ground for a little nap while you go inside. You walk into the gates and again you see an amazing village where dinosaurs do everything with their humans. You see dinosaurs digging foundations for homes, huge Argentinosauruses moving logs to build things. You see people riding dinosaurs through the streets to get from one place to another. It's a pretty amazing place. Eventually, in the center of town, the leader of the village comes out. Hello! Good to see you again, says the leader of the village. Good to see you too. Um, my friends were on a trip with me here and I thought, maybe you could teach us all to ride some dinosaurs. That is an excellent idea. Huh. Friends, bring them to the stables. The leader and some of his assistants lead you and your friends over to a huge barn made of logs. The barn is surrounded by a big fenced-in area, and inside are a bunch of, well, I guess they're raptors, and each of the raptors have a saddle on. We were going to go out and catch some more raptors to use here. Maybe you and your friends can help us. First, we must learn to use a lasso, says the leader of the village. His assistants hand each of you a rope with a loop on the end. Now, watch me as I demonstrate. There's a wooden mannequin of a dinosaur in the distance. The leader swings the rope around his head in a circle and then throws it at the dinosaur mannequin. It lands right over its neck, and when he pulls tight, the rope tightens too. That's how it's done. Whoa, it's just like being a cowboy on Earth, one of your friends says. You and your friends each practice using the rope. You can feel the rope in your hands. It's a rough texture against your skin. You practice twirling it around in a circle, and then at what feels like just the right time, you release it and it flies forward in the air. And well, the first time it lands on nothing because it takes a lot longer than that to get good at things. But you practice again and again and again until you finally get it. You finally throw the rope and it lands directly around the neck 
of the fake wooden dinosaur. When you and enough of your friends have kind of figured that out, they then decide to teach you how to ride the dinosaurs. You've already done it before, but your friends haven't, so the leader shows them how to put a saddle on top of one of the raptors, how to make sure it's secured properly, and then how to put your foot in one of the stirrups and climb up over top of the raptor. Each one has little reins and a horn on the saddle where you can hold on tight. So you and your friends each get a saddle and put it on top of one of the raptors. You tighten it up as well as you can and then you climb into the saddle. You grab onto the reins and onto the horn and you put your little rope in a little buckle hanging on the side of the saddle. The leader shows you how to give it just a little kick and it'll start moving forward. You steer it with the reins left and right and it goes wherever you want it to go. Then, when everyone's getting comfortable, he shows you how to give it a little more of a kick and it starts to run. It's a very smooth ride much smoother than any horse you've ever ridden. Because instead of galloping, it takes long strides that are very smooth and swift. Well, I do say, says the leader, I believe you're ready. Everyone follow me. The leader, along with all of his assistants, jump on raptors themselves and head out of the gate. You all walk through the center of town on top of the raptors and out the main gate that led to the village. Once you're outside, the leader tells you to follow him. He kicks the dinosaur as swiftly as he can and all of the dinosaurs begin to run at incredibly fast speeds. Again, it's a surprisingly smooth ride, but very quick. The wind pushes against your face almost as much as it does when you're riding a dragon. You run out through a field and past a forest until you get to a huge open area with big rolling hills. This is where we tend to find the raptors. If you see one, do your best to catch up to it and then use your rope to try to capture it. If you get one, one of my assistants will come and help you, explains the leader. Okay, you say. You and all of your friends look at each other, and then you give your dinosaurs a kick, and you head off into the fields in search of wild raptors to catch. You scan left and right, looking at every tree, and everything that moves even a little bit. And then in the distance, you think you see something moving. You use the reins to steer your dinosaur back towards where you think you saw the movement, and you give it another kick, and it speeds up even more. You duck your head down as you race as quickly as you can towards what you believe is another raptor. And as you get closer, you see the raptor perk its head up, look at you, and then begin to run. You duck down as much as you can and try to ride as quickly as you can straight at the raptor that's running the other way. One of your friends sees it too and decides to run well around it to the left to try to circle it back towards the others. While your friend circles around it, the raptor starts to turn to the right, so you turn to the right as well to cut it off. And the tactic works. The raptor starts to run right in the same direction as you. You pull the rope off the loop in your saddle, and you begin to twirl it around in the air as you catch up to the other raptor. It's more difficult than you thought to swing a rope around while going at full speed on top of a raptor, but holding on to the horn and the reins with your one hand, you're able to keep it together. 
You swing the rope as you approach the side of the raptor, getting closer and closer. And when you think it's just the right moment, you throw the rope forward and it loops perfectly around the raptor. You pull back on the reins and the rope tightens around the raptor. He begins to stop and tries to pull away, but you hold on as much as you can. You wrap the other end of the rope around the loop on the saddle to stop it from moving. And once you've gotten it, some of the other dinosaur riders see what's going on and gallop over towards you. Three more of them throw their ropes on the raptor as well. And eventually, it kind of gives up and walks along with you. You walk back to the area where the other dinosaur riders are waiting and you show them the raptor. Well, I do say, good job. The leader's assistants take the raptor from you and tie it up to a tree. Then you head back out looking for others. You don't find another one that day, but your friends get some of them. And in the end, you have four new raptors to bring back to the dinosaur village. The trip back is a lot slower because you have the new dinosaurs with you, so you just walk at a nice quiet pace back towards the village. When you get there, the dino riders in the back of Lognecks push the huge gates open once again, and you enter the village and go straight for the barn area. You release the newly caught raptors into a pen, and then you bring yours back to the barn. You climb off, you unhook the saddle, and put it up on top of the fence where you found it. When you and all of your friends have dismounted, you stretch your backs, which kind of hurt from all the bumping around, and you say thank you to the leader of the dino riders, who is always excited to have you there. You and your friends head out of the village and back towards where the dragons were sleeping. You wake up Bill and he stretches his giant wings and his back and he and his friends spread out so you and your friends can climb back on them. Once again, Bill has a running start and then flaps his powerful wings shooting you up into the air. You wave goodbye to the dinosaur village once again, and you fly back towards the base, over trees and hills, lakes and rivers, until you see the huge structure with giant laser fences all the way around the outside protecting it. You and the dragons come in for a nice, steady landing right by the entrance. You thank Bill once again, and he and his other dragon friends flap their wings and fly off into the distance. Well, you guys want to camp out here, you ask? Sure, everyone says. You've created enough sleeping cabins for you and all of your friends to hang out in already. So, you all decide to have a big campfire. You roast some marshmallows and talk about the fun day. And when you're getting sleepy, you put down your marshmallow stick and you ensure the fire is put out very carefully using a bucket of water that was right next to it. You and your friends each head in different directions towards different sleeping cabins inside the dinosaur base. When you enter yours, you see a familiar bed that looks more inviting than it almost ever has. You turn off the lights and collapse into your bed. You pull the covers up over top of yourself and you yawn. Your eyes become very heavy, so you just let them close. You rest your head on your pillow and you allow yourself to sink down into the mattress. With each big deep breath you take, your muscles become more and more relaxed. 
you notice any of them that are still holding tension or feeling stiff and you just let them go letting them melt into the mattress until you feel perfectly relaxed and perfectly comfortable then no need to try to do anything else you just notice how comfy the bed is and you enjoy it while you allow yourself to drift off to sleep.